Hello everyone and welcome to the Space Kraken Gaming Podcast. My name is Zach and today I will be your sole host. Uh, the reason being is we're going to be trying a new kind of format for the podcast. Uh, some smaller kind of one-off situations, uh, things that don't really require all three of us. And it's going to help us to get some content out to you guys in a uh, quicker fashion than normal. So today's topic is going to be the new Nintendo Switch uh, console that was announced and whether or not you, yourself, need to make the switch to the new one. So what it is, a new switch is going to have a bigger screen. It's about 0.8 inches bigger. It's moving from, I believe, 6.2 inches to a full 7 inches, which is nice. Uh, the screen is going to be better, quote-unquote better. It is an OLED screen, so it's going to have a, a better lighting system used to back it up. So that's going to make it look a little crisper, a little bit cleaner. It's gonna have a bigger storage system. Uh, so typically right now your stock switch comes with a 32 gigabyte SD card or built-in storage plus SD card expansion area. Uh, it's gonna come with 64 gigabytes built in. Really, uh, that's not a whole lot. It is obviously it's double the capacity, but in the grand scheme of things, most people's phones have around 256 gigabytes of hard drive like, storage. So uh, it's still a weird choice as far as that goes. Uh, it's going to come with a new dock, and this dock now has Ethernet support, so you can actually plug in and be able to play online, probably with a better connection than you were able to before, because obviously Wi-Fi isn't always the most accurate, isn't always the best way to go, since obviously it's a wireless signal, so it's not going to work quite as good as uh, just being directly wired in. It's also going to come with a wider kickstand on the back. Uh, this is really, they're kind of pushing for this to be that system. I don't know if you guys remember, but back when they were first pushing the Switch, we got a bunch of ridiculous commercials about people busting their Switch out on top of roof parties and at basketball games and everyone's crowded around having a great time. Uh, these screens are not that big. Uh, no one's doing that. No one's ever been doing that. If you have been, um, well, thanks for being their target market, I guess. I digress. Uh, that's pretty much it, though, uh, as far as all the changes go. The price point is going to be $350, uh, so about $50 more than your base Switch system. Uh, the Switch Lite is still going to be $199. Uh, so what this is, in my opinion, it's a, it's a good addition, right, to the uh, Nintendo lineup. It is an upgrade. Uh, that being said, if I'm going to be as unbiased as possible and look at it, Clearly, from a factual standpoint, if you're already an owner of a Switch, this is not the upgrade that you need to make. If you don't own a Switch, however, this is the perfect time to get in because we are expecting a lot more awesome Nintendo games within the next year. And for $50 more, you are getting a substantial upgrade compared to the $300 price point. Now, if you're wanting to use this as strictly your mobile console and you really don't care about you know, plugging it into the TV and doing all that stuff, you may just stick with the Switch Lite. It is a cheaper model, but it's going to do what you want it to. Um, now, some qualms I also additionally have, because originally, when we were getting information about the Nintendo Switch uh, new product, we thought we were getting 4K support. We were maybe getting a better battery life. We remember getting a lot of things. Uh, and this is something that Nintendo has been lacking in that department for a while, as at least in my opinion. Um, so, obviously, we're not getting the screen 
uh, upscaled up to 4K. We're actually getting the exact same specs as far as that goes. It's still going to be 720 when uh, you're you know walking around doing your uh, mobile console stuff, and it'll upscale to 1080p on the TV. Now, that's all fine and dandy, but when you look at Nintendo's um, sorry competition, you know obviously Xbox and Sony. Uh, when they came out with their new consoles or new versions of their consoles you see significant upgrades like the with the xbox one to the you know the next set you know that we now have 4k uh, capability we now have smoother frame rates we actually have the ability to get up to 60 frame uh frames per second which the switch does not have the capability of doing um and it's very evident uh in its games uh, obviously, in this kind of day and age, we know that we have the technology, right? <laughs> we have the capability of making really awesome consoles. It's just, it seems like they're not doing it. Uh, another thing that they haven't addressed is the Joy-Con drifting issue, which has been a day one issue and has persisted for several years. Uh, if you're one of the people who haven't had that problem, awesome, that's really great. But otherwise, most people have, and what that is, is the Joy-Con controllers, uh, they're just built weird in a way that they are, they're going to malfunction at some point where the thumbstick is going to drift, uh, even when you're not touching it. And that's, obviously that's something that you worry about with every console, with every controller. It's gonna maybe happen eventually, but it happens with the Joy-Cons uh, specifically, just a little too fast, a little too soon. Again, this is not something that they're addressing or talking about in any way, shape, or form for the next one. So. Another unfortunate thing. Uh, I touched on battery life. Again, uh, for most people, the Switch is a mobile console, I would assume. Uh, that is an assumption. Don't take me for that as complete and total fact. But that's what it you know, is marketed as. It's the home console, but it's also your mobile console. And you would think as their flagship mobile console, replacing the 3DS, uh, that they would make a very big deal about making sure that that console can run for as long as possible. And again, not, no information there. Especially with them brightening the screen with the OLED and adding you know, other things to the system. I, if anything, I think it's gonna drain the battery more. That again is an assumption. I don't know for a fact and we won't actually have any true uh, anecdotal evidence on that at least until it comes out but I do know for a fact that the battery hasn't been changed therefore it's pretty easy to make these make that kind of logic leap um, that's pretty much it um, so really guys it's it's up to you in the end uh, I'm not gonna be the one to you know naysay and say er Nintendo bad because I'm really good at that right you know that's my thing I, I love Nintendo but I'm also really quick to jump on the on the hate bandwagon as it were uh, but this this product, you know, it, it doesn't seem awful. But again, my my final two cents on the matter is if you if you haven't bought a Switch yet, and you do like the ability to play, uh, you know, docked into a TV, then yeah, this is your go. Fifty dollars more, it's a better product for sure. If you have zero interest in that at all, and you're wanting to just you know stick with toting your Switch around and playing Animal Crossing on the go. Get the Switch Lite. That's what they made it for. It's perfect for that. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, have a great rest of your day, and goodbye.